Hello, welcome to Healing Out Loud with me, your host, Jackie Shea. This is a place to relate to the darkest days and be inspired by ultimate triumph. Each week, I interview a brave guest who has extensive experience with illness and or wellness, and hopefully we will leave you inspired to warrior on, highly informed about something new, and connected to a tribe of amazing humans. Because the only way out is through, but it helps to have a tribe walking with you. Hi everyone, happy new week and welcome to episode 38 of Healing Out Loud with Jackie Shea. So I have a little fun fact this week. I discovered that in order to make kelp noodles tasty, you have to soak them first. Maybe that's obvious to a lot of you, but I just threw them in a bowl and with some pesto and ate them and they were not good. Um, so please don't make the same mistake I did. Look up uh, how to do that. You definitely have to soak them first. Okay, guys, this week's episode is so dope. I got to speak with Jacqueline Pertle, a.k.a. Freaky Healer, about her new book, 365 Days of Happiness. You guys, I was a total skeptic and totally resistant, but I absolutely love the way Jacqueline writes about and talks about happiness. This isn't about denial or forcing yourself to feel something you don't feel. I highly suggest the book, and Jacqueline was so generous to give all of my listeners a free downloadable copy. It's amazing. The link is in the show notes. I totally suggest checking that out. I will be using this book for the year to come. Um, Our weekly challenge is about setting happiness timers every hour to check in with yourself and see how you're doing and what you can do to take care of yourself and your joy. I'm excited for this one, actually. So, Get on board. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And follow me at SheaJackie on Instagram for updates. Follow me at JackieShea.com for more goodness and to check out my coaching services. And join the Healing Out Loud with Jackie Shea Facebook group. Share this with your friends. Write to me. I'm always happy to hear from you. All right, guys. Let's hit this week's episode. Hello again. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Jacqueline Pertle. Uh, Jacqueline is the founder of FreakyHealer.com. Her passion for happiness shines through in all of her work as an accomplished energy healer, mindfulness and happiness coach, and best-selling author of 365 Days of Happiness. She has helped hundreds of clients shift into a high-for-life frequency where they can reach happiness anywhere at any time. As a result, their health peaked, women and unable to conceive finally conceived, success and abundance arrived, and life shifted to being magnificent for them because that is what being happy will do for anyone. Jacqueline has been featured on many podcasts internationally, has been writing posts as a guest on various sites and magazines, and has had speaking engagements internationally. Her professional background is in health, wellness, holistic medicine, energy healing, law of attraction, and happiness. And she holds an international wellness degree and is internationally certified as a Reiki healer. Hi, Jacqueline. Hey, Jackie. Thank you for this introduction and thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. Um, So we're going to be discussing your book, 365 Days of Happiness, that I had the pleasure of reading. Um... And we'll continue to be reading for maybe the next 365 days. Um, (laughs) It's so great. It really, it really is so great. Uh, So tell me a little bit about what life was like before becoming Freaky Healer and a happiness expert. What, what led you to the healer path? Yeah, sure. Um, I would say that 
like when I like think on my own kind of like back and think like so when when and how did this all really start right because it's, it's like just such a gift and um to be really honest it's like like I go all the way back to childhood, you know. It's like sure when I was little, I didn't really know what this was all about, but I, I, I already realized back then, you know, that I just, you know, I just see the world a little different, and I feel it definitely different. I was always really, um, you know, very, very touchy feely and uh, sensitive, and um, I'm a redhead lady today, you know, so. Kentucky was a redhead girl, and that was still in a time growing up in Switzerland. That's where I'm from, where redheads were just really bullied, you know. And it was just, you know, this whole, um, you know, redheads are witches and they're trouble. And so that was just really still there. And my surroundings was still in that belief. So there was a lot of bullying, a lot of teasing. And back in time already, I was just so enjoying to feel good and what I did is I pulled back inside of my you know happiness bubble and created inside created it inside of me because on the outside it wasn't really there it was safer and better for me to just be in the inside be happy and uh, sure I had friends but it was very limited very little and I just kind of drew back and that's in my eyes where my superpower of just passionately want to feel good and be happy really comes from and then throughout the life it just kind of um got stronger and i it broader and i just really listened to it right i it, it, it's it's who i am today and it was who i was back in the back in time i didn't treat it like a visitor <laughs> or something i just kind of sometimes sort of kind of want no i just i realized i am happiness you know and happiness is me so wherever i go that's where happiness is too and um, once I realized that, things just open up for me. And um, through the energy healing uh, gift that I so much love and use and practice and help people, it just grew and grew and grew. And I spread then my happiness towards the outside and started helping people. So that was before Freaky Healing. And in 2006, I decided to professionally start helping people um, when because the need was just there and I just absolutely loved helping people that way. Right. Oh, that's amazing that when you were a kid, you just, you went inside for your happiness and just knew to do that. Were your parents very happy? Did they kind of, you know, inspire you to lead a joyful life? It's That's a little hard to say because the way I practice and feel and I am that happiness, I would say it was not it was not in that way at all right it's everybody lives their happiness differently they did the best as they could and they knew what happiness is for them so would i say it was exactly the way i am today no not at all and but they i grew up in a family where they took pride in who they are and they took pride in the work they did right and they were very connected to nature and certainly that absolutely gave me the gift of also like looking for my own connection right Right. And I love, uh, so when I got your, your book, happiness is such a, 
is such a um, kind of touchy word, right? Like people, one of my favorite quotes about happiness is that it's not, I think it's by Wayne Dyers, that it's not something you get from life, it's something you bring to life. And I love that you really do talk about that, that happiness is 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 something you're bringing, that you're giving, you're giving it to people and you're using it to help others all the time. So I love that. But I, I'm also wondering why that word, right? Why not peace? Why not joy? I mean, happiness is such a specific word. And so how did you land on that word for your book and for so much of your work? Right. Well, the word happiness, to be really honest, Jackie, the word happiness just makes me already happy. Like I use it all the time. So why not put it on my book too because that's what I use in my work a lot too but happiness to me like I said happiness is something you already are it's not something you do because when you do it it becomes exhausting right it's like this chasing of I got to be happy what can I do next for being happy no happiness is something you already are and happiness is in you is you every single breath you take it, it is life and that's feeling good and that makes life possible well that's happiness you know every a heart pump with a pumping blood that's happiness right every piece of chocolate you put in if you enjoy chocolate that's happiness right every bird that sings for you that's happiness every step forward you're taking a forward moving energy that's happiness so to me happiness is really something you are and you're never separate of it it's always there and to me happiness the word happiness and the meaning and the energy that comes with that word happiness is like the mother of all good feelings to me. It's including joy, it's including peace, it's including your body, your mind, your soul, your consciousness. It's including every single thing that's happening for you in this physical life. And that's, it's just a very powerful word to me and that's what I wanted to share with everybody else. Right, because for some people, happiness can feel like like pressure. Like, I need to be happy. I need to be happy. And um, I think what I hear you saying is that it's almost synonymous with your being and the the universe. Like a lot of people will say you we are all one. We are all part of this. Yes. This universe. And you're saying happiness is is something that we are born ready to. We are that we are born happy. Absolutely. I am an absolute believer in that your birthright with enjoying and experiencing this physical life is happiness. It really is. And the pressure really comes from not being happiness, right? If I if I go out there and do my day, you know, I leave my house in the morning and do my day, I'm trying to create happiness. I'm trying to, you know, chase happiness. And I'm trying to kind of, okay, I do happiness, right? Well, it's always going to be very exhausting and will it will create pressure because you're also putting a lot of expectations out there, how happiness has to be for you, right? How it has to show up on your, on your doorstep. But happiness is already there. You are happiness. And it comes in many ways, shapes, sizes, and it shows itself that way. And once you realize that you don't have to do anything, nothing has to change, you are happiness. You can sit down or you can stand and take a break for a minute, close your eyes, open your eyes, and you can focus on your breathing. And that's happiness. You can focus on your heart pumping. That's happiness. And 
if you ever come to the point, I mean, I do too, right, where the connection is just really hard to kind of build and say, okay, I, I know I'm happiness, but I can't get this feeling, right? You can always create something, right? Like I said, you can put a piece of chocolate in your mouth and just really indulge in it. Don't just pop it in your mouth and then that's it. It's gone, you know? No, put it in and really feel the chocolate, right? Really feel the chocolate. And that creates happiness. That fills every single cell of your whole being with happiness. And you're back into your shift of being your happiness. So there's many ways of feeling it first you are happiness you can also create it though right and I want to get into that a little bit later so tell me a little bit about what inspired you to write this book and to dedicate 300 a whole year of your life to your happiness and you know how people are meant to use the book because because it's written kind of like a daily reader so will you just tell us a little bit about about that and what what you want people to take from it and and um why you wrote it yeah absolutely well I got inspired because like I say it's my passion and it's my work and I wanted to create a guide that people can have in their homes right so outside of the work or when you do sessions with me or workshops whatnot outside you can have that at home and you can basically follow that and practice it and best from my side best to at least start using it will be having it next to your bed so in the morning the first thought you know you <laughs> open your eyes and the first thought would be to read a passage they're really short passages for that day which means that you set the tone for your day right right and and then you carry that throughout your day you keep remembering you keep thinking about it and also what i hear is that when people practice it like on day six for instance they something happens for them during the day and then they're like wait a minute day one i read that i'm gonna I'm going to react this way to it. So it really changes then over the course of a year, of course. It's like adds up every day, right? And um, I got inspired by it because it's my work, what I do. And in 2017, I just decided that's it. I'm going to write every single day of 2017 about my happiness. What does it mean to me? What am I guided to focus on spiritually? And what am I going to just do that day to really shift myself into my being of happiness? And eventually those writings then became the book. You know, first they were a blog, helped many people. And then I said, that's it. I'm going to make a book out of it. And that's, that's really how it started to exist. And what I'd love to take away from uh, or what I love people to take away from this book is really what I took away too because it changed me I mean a whole year every single day focusing and just devoting all of my being to happiness really changed me I was a happy person before and now it's just this deep deep knowledge and feeling of me being happiness and I see the world different and I act and react to the world different too, and gates opened up for me, and my health peaked. My, you know, it's just it's, things are just flowing towards me with this book, and it really is all because I shifted into my truth of being and living my happiness, and that's what I'd love for people to take away too. That it just changes whatever you want to be changed. I want 
I, I wish for you that it does the same for you. Yeah, and just for me, you know, I'm definitely going to be reading it every morning because even – I'm a skeptic. Like I'm not, I I don't, I'm resistant to the word happiness because I'm one of the people that gets a little bit of that pressure on me right. and goes, oh my God, I need to be happy. If I'm not happy, I'm doing it wrong. You know, all, all of this. <laughs> yeah. And and so for me, it was really interesting. It was really interesting to read some, some of the, pa- a lot of the passages to see kind of what your philosophy is and how what you're talking about that it really is just in in your being and you're not actually saying to resist reality you're not saying you're actually saying the opposite don't resist your reality and you're not saying you're not saying like gloss over everything that's happening in your life and just be happy just be happy um (laughs) it's like no that resistance yeah, right you're yeah. not you're not saying that at all which is always which is always my fear with that word right I always feel like what I'm hearing people say is just forget the forget the hardships and forget what's happening in your reality and just like choose happy but what what a lot what I love the most about your book is is that you it's it takes a ton of self-awareness so something something you do it gives it gives you a real chance it gives the reader a real chance to get to know themselves there are yes. te- there are check-ins on every page and it's how do i feel what do i need right now do i feel good if i don't feel good what do i need to do to feel good um and for me in order to get well from Lyme disease, I actually needed to be that in touch with myself. I needed yes. to know moment by moment, how do I feel right now? What do I need right now? How do I give myself what I need right now? Um, and up until that point in my life, I didn't have that kind of that kind of self-awareness. In, in our world today, most of us aren't aware of how we feel, why we feel that way, and what we need. And a lot of us aren't willing to ask for what we need or give ourselves what we need. <laughs> um, and a lot of us don't even know what makes us happy, what makes our souls sing, what makes us live in that high for life mentality. So your book kind of gives us this, the reader, an opportunity to really, to really explore who am I? What do I feel? What do I need? What do I want? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. You're describing it so amazing. Like, I feel that in my heart and it makes it makes me real happy that you're saying it that way because it's it's because it is. It's like ha- you are happiness and happiness is you. You're always there where, and happiness is always wherever you are. So it's like a package to you. And it comes through true, really long lasting, deep, happiness comes through knowing yourself and taking the time to asking yourself and building a relationship with yourself and also with acknowledging what's happening without digging deep no judgment this is what's happening and then to move on to accept respect appreciate think and love what's going on because it's for you and out of that peaceful state and you can react and that to me is happiness that right there is happiness nothing has to change and you describe it so amazing thank you yeah and I love what you just said and I know this is in your book a lot except you know acknowledge accept respect appreciate love um I work with with a lot of people that are struggling with illness and um what I tell them is is love 
love the anger, love the sadness, like love all of these parts of you that are showing themselves yes. to you. Yes. And I love that in your book that it's that that's what you that that's what you preach on on many of the pages, you know, and if you really read this stuff day after day after day, it starts to really <laughs> sink in. Um you go, "Okay, yes. I can acknowledge this, I can accept it, and I can love it because it's happening for me," which which you know, is such a Huh. For me, you say you you say a lot. One of the practices is ask yourself, "Am I happy right now?" Right. So I was doing mm-hmm. that. I was doing that. Am I happy right now? Am I happy right now? If I'm not happy right now, what is it? Why am Why am I not happy right now? And a lot right. of, for me, the answer was often because of the thoughts I'm having. Not yes, not because not because of my externals. Not because something horrible is happening, but because. I'm having some thought that is hurting me and making yes. me unhappy and not based in reality even. <laughs> yeah, or it's when you ask yourself, like, what, am I happy right now? And if it's a yes, keep rocking it, right? But if it's a no, then to really go into that and then realize that usually it's fear, it's resistance, it's not just wanting things to go away. The, the, the trick with that is when you want something to go away, then it, it you create stress, you create pressure, you create all these not good feeling thoughts inside of you. And it, it kind of just boils over, right? Versus this is what's happening. I accept this, what's happening. I respect what's happening. I appreciate what's happening. I thank what's happening and I love what's happening. That's always the hardest one. What I usually say to people and I say, yeah, but how can you love that, right? How can you love your headache or your illness or this hard situation that's going on? I always say, well, don't start with loving it. That's like the hardest part. Just start with acknowledging it with no judgment and then move on to I accept it. And then I respect it for what it is because respecting what's going on for you right now, even if it's really hard, means you respect your being, you respect your journey, you respect your way of living, you respect yourself. It has nothing to do with the situation. You respect yourself because it's in your life, it's for you. And then keep going on. I appreciate it because I tell you what, if it's in my journey for me, then I appreciate, which means you appreciate you, right? And then you move on with, I thank it. I thank it that this is in my journey because ultimately it has a great gift in it. Sometimes we can't see that right now. That's okay. Once again, no judgment. I cannot see why this is good for me right now, you know, and then just moving through these, um, you know, acknowledge. I can't accept it right now. That's fine. And then move through these. So I can't see it right now. Move through it. Just acknowledge without judgment. There's nothing wrong if you cannot see it right now and then move to I appreciate it and then thank it and love it and it's really a process but what it does for me and it does for my family and for my clients is that it puts you or it better said it shifts you into a peaceful state and there is where you can see wait a minute this is happiness it feels really good and that opens up 
everything for you and you will have new ideas that you didn't even have them before because you were so close new people come into your life that can help you right new ways new everything and i love when that floodgate opens right and that's usually when people say like wait a minute this is really happiness right and nothing changed nothing the only changed. thing that hey. yeah no nothing changed but <clears throat> you changed you it's almost like you started celebrating and honoring what's going on which means you celebrate and honor what's what yourself really right and you talked about how that's absolutely thank you for saying all of that it's so helpful and you talk about how your health peaked when you did this you know for a year and you talk about <clears throat> how once how once you kind of journey through that stuff and it opens up this this space your health can really take a turn in those moments because it is yes. you know so can you tell me a little bit about the science behind you know happiness and and your health yeah sure i mean i'm no scientist no <laughs> so right i'm i'm an energy healer mindfulness and happiness coach so i base everything on uh, my my on on energy and on what I'm guided to do. So, but I mean, it's absolutely, you know, shown through science that when you're happy, your body works better, right? Let's stay on the physical side, right? Your body works better, your cells work better, your hormones produce better, your blood pumps better, you're relaxed, so your blood pressure can go down, you usually can use uh, lose weight that you might want it to lose, right? Which means your cholesterol gets better, your whole body, right, just works better when you are in a really happy, peaceful state, right? And then we move on into the mind, right? When you are in a peaceful, happy state, then you are able to acknowledge all thoughts that you have and sift through them and say, this thought aids me and this thought did not feel so good. And then the ones that don't feel so good, you can then shift into better feeling ones, right? So you can really work and play around with your mind and it becomes, the more you do that, the more it becomes a habit, right? Your normal way of thinking. So so that's absolutely the shift too. And then of course, like when you when you when you're in a good state or you're working towards a good state, you open up your heart, right? So let's say um you touch you touch your furry friend, right? Your pet, or you hug your children, or you kiss, or you 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 indulge in delicious food, anything, or or touch, listen to touching music, right? Or stand by the by the beach and watch a sunset. It's just like those are these heart-touching moments and they really nourish who you really are, your soul, right? So that's really good for you and that picks then up with the physical health, of course, too. And then your consciousness, right? If you're happy, you will realize that there's always something going right for you right now. That's where your power lays, right? Right now in your consciousness. And if you can't find anything that's going right for you right now you can go make yourself a good cup of tea and smell that scent right so the science behind it is a little bit you know it's a it's hard for me to say because i am no scientist but from an energetic perspective and in my practice and for me and my family when you're stepping into your truth of feeling good and your happiness things work out on every level better for you Right. Yeah. And it was true for me too. I mean, when I was deathly ill and I couldn't get out of bed, I remember a friend saying to me, 
Watch what thoughts bring your energy forward and watch what thoughts exhaust your system. And I I I started to watch and it was amazing because the thoughts and the the experiences that brought my energy forward really did give me this this boost this incredible like almost caffeinated but totally natural boost and it was like if mm-hmm. if my thoughts and my feelings can really produce that kind of energy in me then there's something to this, right? Um, it was as good as a shot of B12. So oh, I, think, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's really interesting. Uh, let's take a quick break for the weekly challenge. Welcome to our weekly challenge segment where we arm you with new tools each week to kick some self-care butt. As you explore all of these new options presented weekly, my hope is that you will come to collect a number of quick ways to take care of yourself inside and out. You will essentially have your very own and very handy self-care toolkit. Some of the challenges may not work for you and some will seem perfectly tailored to you. We are building up your defenses, inspiring your mind, body, and spirit toward total wellness. Keep in mind that the goal is always progress, not perfection. The only rule is that you are never allowed to beat yourself up. Keep me posted on your progress. Stay accountable. It helps. Okay, let's hit this week's challenge. Okay, Jacqueline, um, tell me, what is the week? Tell us, tell my listeners, what is the weekly challenge? The weekly challenge is I invite you to set a happiness alarm. And it's really fun too because it will give you smiles doing giggles when you do that. And best will be like once an hour. Set a happiness alarm. If you can't do that, do it like three to six times a day, right? And when that alarm goes off, stop whatever you're doing if you can. And just ask yourself, am I happy right now? Right? And if your answer is yes, keep rocking it. <laughs> You're doing amazing. If it is eh, not so good or I'm not really happy or I'm totally not happy, then ask yourself, well, what can I do right now to shift myself to feeling better or feeling good, feeling happy? And really then take that, whatever comes to you and as an answer what to do, take that to heart and go do it, right? You can sit Focus on your breath and feel that happiness and thankfulness and gratefulness and just love for your breath because that's what makes life possible. Or make yourself a good cup of tea. We mentioned that before. And, you know, smell, really feel and smell, get into that scent scent of the tea, right? Or, you know, another good thing is just take a spoonful of honey if you like sweets, for instance, just indulge in that sweetness. Anything that could shift your... Um, being and your energy to happiness right and to just try that and if you can try that for a day or for a week it will absolutely change your life and because you're also going to be reminded right if the alarm goes off you're going to have a giggle and say oh yeah let him let, let me talk with my happiness right and chit chat away and then really practice that Right. That's amazing. I love, I actually really love this challenge. Um, And I want to ask you, one of the things you mentioned in your book is the when and the what. Like know your when and what. Know when you're happy and know what makes you happy. Um, 
And so it's important to know those things, especially doing a challenge like this when you're going to get to the alarm and you're going to go, no, wait, I'm not happy. Okay, so now what? What do I do? What do I do (laughs) to feel better? And if you don't know yourself really well, um, then you might not know. So what are some of your tricks to, to know what will make you feel better? I know I hear you on the spoon of honey and that might not be true for everyone. So some things people can do are, are make a list, right? Absolutely. Maybe what would be a really good idea is before you start that challenge, that weekly challenge, is to really sit down, you know, and have a piece of paper and really write it down, right? Like, and write maybe things down that, make you happy inside of you like your breath like your heartbeat then on the outside of your physical body maybe some a smile or your pinky toe or your eyes or something you could go look at in the mirror that could shift you into your happiness right then maybe um write on that list a thought like a thought that could bring up a visualization that makes you happy. The beach, for instance, does it for me. <laughs> so then, so you have the body covered, you have the mind covered, something heart-touching, right? Like hugging or petting your, your, your kitty or your dog, for instance, or hearing your kids' laughter. You can even record it on your phone, for instance, <laughs> just so you have it, right? So then you have that, and then in your consciousness, what makes you happy right now would be something that you could create, right? For instance, like a cup of tea, a piece of chocolate. I always have chocolate with me in every every bag that I have. <laughs> when I switch, there's always chocolate in there because it just does the trick for me, right? Or a photo, a, a photo of somebody, right? Or a, a a memory, for instance, right? Or a song, have a piece of a song, ready and recorded on your phone so when that alarm goes off and you're like am i happy yes okay i'm rocking it oh no i'm not happy (laughs) and you're like what am i gonna do right now and you're kind of stuck right sometimes we're busy at work or busy with the kids and you cannot maybe just hear what your inner being is telling you to do then look at that sheet of paper and say okay what could i do right now and i tell you what when you look at that sheet of paper, something will spring like out and say, this is me. I want you to do me right now. And then you can do that. So you, you actually go and prepared into that weekly challenge and you'll never be stopped. Right. I love that. And something I did that you talk about in your in your book are like self-care wish lists and different ways to you know, write those lists. And I I always tell my clients actually, and I do them myself, the lists of things that feel good for me. And before I got sick, they were like, you know, doing trapeze and going roller. They were these really grand (laughs) and traveling the world. And they were these really grand (laughs) things. And it was like, you know, that's not, that's just not sustainable. And then I got sick and, and the list really changed to what you're talking about. A cup of tea for me, step Stepping out into the sunshine, stepping outside, no matter what's going on. If I feel blue and I just step out into the sunshine and sit, you know, outside my my place, then I will start to feel better. It just happens all the time. It just happens, right? Yeah. And you still can travel the world in your mind too. There is actually one passage in a book. It's one of my favorites. It's like where you take your heart on a trip around the world. I don't know if you've read that yet. 
but I forgot what number of the day it is. But it takes, it's basically you read to take in your heart on a trip around the world. You go to Paris on the Eiffel Tower and you feel all that. Then you go to Italy on the streets and you eat that yummy, delicious food and you dance away on onion. You go on a scooter and then you go to the beach somewhere and whatnot. And it's really like because it initiates. This, when you read it, 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 it gives you, you know, visualizations and pictures. It initiates energies and feelings in you. And by the time you finished with that passage, it says basically, well, you just gave your heart all these amazing energies and feelings and just filled it to the brim. Right. You're doing that, right? And that's all in, in, your, in your mind, visualizations and energetic feelings and so it's like you can still travel it with with you can pretty much do whatever you want in your mind <laughs> and then really feel it and it's like it's amazing you can heal yourself that way right meditation and visualization and imagination is a huge part of um of the book in this process so i love that thank you and i love this challenge so much so everybody get, get the lists going and set the timers and check in with yourself. It'll give, it also gives everyone a really good opportunity to just have frequent self check-ins to see how you're doing and what you need in that moment, um, which, which is a, a really, really, really big deal. Uh, you also, I wanted to talk about some of the other tricks you use in the book that I, that I just love, like... Um, you know, slowing down in traffic. And if you can just give us some, <laughs> that you just gave us one with the traveling around the world in your heart. But if you can give us some other examples from your book of little tricks you use to to jump jump into happiness and slow down. Right. I mean, you mentioned a traffic one. Yeah. I mean, it's really it's like traffic or or driving for me, for instance, is like. Every time I hop in my car, I just feel that it's like my journey, right? You have a point from where you start, you have a point where you're going and you're going to end your drive. And in between there's this journey, right? And it's like, so when I hop in my car, for instance, I just make sure that I pull myself really into consciously, I am going to go drive right now, right? So it's my journey and really enjoy the in-between. So I love to slow down. It's not because I'm scared or anything or I'm a bad driver. It's just I love to slow down and then really kind of take it all in right oh there's a bird I mean I'm still driving and I have my eyes on the road and my hands on the steering wheel but I just when I slow down I can take things better in now some days it's not possible right I have places to be somewhere too and I have to hurry too and life happens but it's really funny because when I bring myself into the conscious slow down in my life in my day right I start the day I end the day that's a journey, but in between, there's all this greatness going on. Now, if I hurry through it, and <laughs> I'm not really in my now, I'm not gonna realize that. It's just gonna go right by me, and that's the same with driving. And funny, funny enough, is that every time I pull myself into that space of the journey, I'm always on time. And in my days, I still get everything done. It's just not through that hurry thing. And it's with a lot of joy, too, because there's all this wonderful stuff happening that I actually get to enjoy and fill myself with that happiness again. And so that's certainly one I really love 
to just slow down. And I love to laugh. I just, I just, I love to laugh about everything. It's like, you know, and some days it's not happening either. That's okay, right? I acknowledge, okay, today is not, maybe I'm not going to laugh so much, but that's okay. I appreciate that. And I love that because these days are wonderful too. But I, in, in reality, I really love to just giggle about things, right? When something falls down, I used to tell my kids, I said, oh, you just, you know, like they spilled something. I said, oh my gosh, you just, Fed the fairies, yay! <laughs> so and we just all giggled, right? And just like take it a little bit more lighter in your day, a little bit with more humor, and just realize that when you do that, it's not that you're in denial. It just means that you're celebrating and honoring your being and your journey, right? And th that's certainly one. And one big, big thing is is that you deserve to honor and celebrate yourself in every single way. It's your birthright. With coming into this physical life, that means you're automatically deserving to take your time, to acknowledge what's happening, to let go of all the fear and distrust, and just to feel good and work on yourself to feel good and really claim that birthright to be happy and, 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 and just enjoy that. I love I love that you brought up feeding the fairies because that was actually my my second example from your book. Like those <laughs> of the three hundred and sixty five pages, I have two examples written down. One is the slowing down in traffic, and one is feeding the fairies. <laughs> and you that's fun. And you that's brought fun. it we up. We still say that, and we still say that. My my kids are now a young adult and a you know teenager, and we still say that. And we still giggle about it, right? And you know. You know how it is, like with everything that's happening, all the situation, whatnot, there's always this, oh, this happened, right? But if you turn it around and just come up with something, it can be very silly. That's fine. It doesn't matter. Something that makes you giggle, you will take the pressure out of every situation that's happening. And, and with that, you will, you will take any resistance out of it. And when you make this your practice, we still do that today when something falls down and we're all just giggling, right? And they make, it just make, means that we just celebrated our journey, really. Yeah, and you're not taking anything too seriously. I mean, it really is. It's amazing what can happen to me if I spill something. I can go, <laughs> I can go from like totally okay to just in, insane and enraged and and sad. <laughs> and you know, I my thoughts can so quickly go to nothing goes right for me. <laughs> Yeah, and then, but if, think about it. So, see, I mean, I've been there, done that too, but I just, when the kids were little, I'm like, there has to be a better way. I constantly have this voice inside of me, Jacqueline, there has to be a better way to do this. There has to be a happier way. There has to be a funnier way. There has to be, so it's got this constant push. But think about it. It's like, when when you when you suddenly then say well they're fairies and they're hungry they need to be fed you know and we said that to the kids and we giggle whatnot well then spilling something actually became be, became a gift became it's like oh great you know so finally they get to eat right no <laughs> I love it have a party and so and you can do this with everything in your life you can really do that. I love it. I absolutely love it um, because it's really just a choice. You know, in that moment, it's just a choice. Like, how do I want to approach this? How do I want to react to this situation? You know, do I want it to ruin my day or do I want to <laughs> do I want yeah. to just laugh yeah. about it and, and move on? 
what I'd like to add on, though it's very important, though, so if something, you know, spills and you really are freaking out or, you know, you're all, like, getting angry and letting it all out, whatnot, it's important then to, really important then to just acknowledge, oh, I just lost it about this, and then no judging, to move on plainly and say, I accept that I lost it, I respect it, I appreciate it, I think it, and I love it. Now, with that said, I'm going to move on to and shift into a better feeling uh, practice of thought and, you know, give myself back my happiness. Like you kind of just, you know, you lost your happiness a little bit, you parted or whatnot, <laughs> and you're just going to go right back to it. Right. There's no beating yourself up. For doing, no. for for having any feelings, right? You're not you're not yes. suggesting, and that's that's what I so appreciate about your book is that you're really not suggesting denial, and you're not suggesting, you know, ignoring the feel the other feelings and life circumstances, um, which which makes it all so much more palatable and doable for me. So I love that. Um, I just am wondering before we wrap up if there's any extra things people can use to add to their happiness, if there are any other tools you use to go with the book, different apps, different, you know, journals, uh, different, just different tools people can use, other books that you think speak to the subject. Yeah, sure. I would say go with what makes you feel good. Like, sure, there are books out there. I'm about to come out actually with a 365 Days of Happiness course that uh, will go over one year, 365 days, and it will basically support you with the book because there will be questions, there will be maybe sharings and whatnot. So if you can do something like that with the book, that's fantastic. And sure, there are other books. Like, um, I love all the books from Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks, uh, Bruce Lipton, I love his humor, and uh, Greg Braden. They're very, very deep thinkers, right? And they're very on the positive side with what is. And I really love that. And But there is also, like, for everybody, it's a little different. I would say, first of all, go inside of you. What can you do Together with the book to make this experience even richer would be to ask yourself what makes you feel good. Maybe it's a, a, a music type that makes you feel good or meditation or moving, yoga or any exercise that's right for you, changing your food, for instance. So anything like to first go deep inside of you and say, what would be good for me to to do together with that book and the more you do that the more you're really creating your own special um way of uh, nourishing what you're already doing and and that makes it fitting so no pressure no resistance no nothing because it's made for you from you to you Right. I love that. And last question there on your 365 days of dedicating yourself to happiness. Did you have moments of total unfortunate life events or challenges that just made it really hard to listen and talk and communicate with your happiness and to to be happy or those days? Oh, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a human being too. So yeah, there are days and uh, during the book too, and still now where it's just really more difficult maybe or whatnot. But you know, to be really honest, it all boils down to, wait a minute, I lost my connection and I lost my truth of being 
happiness, right? So if I wake up with a headache or something like that, or or there is, yeah, let's just take the headache. If I wake up with a headache, um, if I take the focus off the headache and I do, I acknowledge it, I respect it, you know, appreciate it, and I thank it and love it, and come in that space, then it boils down to that I forgot who I am. <laughs> I forgot my truth of I am happiness. So then I sit down and say, wait a minute, that headache is a gift for me. It has great, great information. It's my body speaking to me. Hey, lady, you're messing up. So I sit down, make myself a tea and talk to my headache. So, so, hey, what's going on? I really love that you're here. Stay as long as you need what's going on and then I talk with it chit chat and figure it out oh wait a minute you know not so I did not drink enough yesterday I did not give myself enough sleep and on top of that I started doing everything through my physical being and I forgot my connection to who I really am which is happiness which is my spiritual energetic connection okay I'm gonna go back to it and most of the time my headache then can release itself. It's not that I wanted it to go away. It released itself because it gave me the message. I got it. <laughs> I was a you know good person and and did what I needed to do for myself. Right. Same as let's say um, somebody in our family or loved one has a hard day, right? And then I jump right in, right? And 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 maybe have then a heart moment too and then it's really important to say hey hold on for a minute i'm i'm forgetting who i am i'm losing my connection to me because that is their journey and with gratitude and honoring their journey i need to let them be in their journey and what i can do for them is take superb care of myself and that's the only way i can actually help them so i go back into my being and you know create that connection again with whatever it is to feel good and from there I can do whatever needs to be done and it will work amazing amazing thank you so much Jacqueline um will you please tell people where they can find you and you guys we have such a special gift for you Jacqueline said that all the all my listeners can download the book for free which is such such a generous uh, gift. Will you tell us a little bit more about where they can find that? And everything will be in a link below the show notes. But give us some, give us some tips. Absolutely. Um, you can find me at my website freakyhealer.com, and I'm all over social media: Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram under that name too. It's Freaky Healer, and um, you can find me there. And um, yes, I gave you Jackie the link for the free. Uh, download uh, for for my book and I'm super super happy and excited that you get your pause on it and please give me feedback in how you like it and leaving a review for instance on amazon.com or goodreads really really helps the book and helps to spread it far and wide to people that may not know that this book actually exists and it could really really help them so that would be great and um, yeah I think Jackie you will uh, give that link out to your listeners and um, it's amazing I'm really excited and, and really excited to hear back from you amazing every all the links will be below in the show notes everything we talked about on this episode will be in the show notes if you want more detailed show notes go to JackieShea.com um, thank you so much Jacqueline it was such a pleasure talking to you and I'm really excited for the weekly challenge <laughs> 
Thank you for having me, Jackie. You're a wonderful host, and you made this really comfortable. Thank you. Oh, good. Okay, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Healing Out Loud. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Find me at Jackie on Instagram, my favorite social media platform, and follow me at JackieShay.com if you want to stay in touch. You can also write to me through JackieShay.com if you're interested in working with me as your trusted wellness companion. I'm always happy to hear from you with any questions, comments, or concerns. You can also join the Healing Out Loud with Jackie Shea Facebook group. Have an amazing week, you kick-ass humans. I hope you're able to implement what you learned this week, and I can't wait to share more. Bye.